Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Scentbird, Zebit, and Quip. All awesome companies and products that I use. Hey, I'll never do that again. Uh, okay, so this is so weird. Uh, it sounds like, okay, through my headphones right now when I'm doing this intro, that like I'm on freaking surround sound, right? Like sound is clear, sound is perfect on my equipment. For whatever reason, when I was in Europe over the last three weeks, when I would try to podcast, nothing would work. Like, it was recording our voices, but we couldn't hear ourselves through the microphones at all. I don't know what that means, because there's no, you know, it's not like a cell phone that doesn't work when you're overseas. It's, it's podcast equipment. It just was malfunctioning, and now it's back. And I am loud AF. Uh, or it's just because I'm screaming. Could go either way. Who knows? Um, awesome. Uh, we'll get to the podcast soon. Uh, I'm over that whole being self-conscious about, uh, doing intros thing because the, the lovely girl apologized on social media and said she was high when she (laughs) commented that she didn't like my intros. Uh, and I let it get in my head and then, uh, didn't do an intro. To be perfectly honest, I didn't do intros for the last couple weeks just because I didn't want to because I was in Europe. But I blamed it on this poor girl uh, for making me feel self-conscious. And in all honesty, it wasn't her fault. I mean, it got in my head a little bit. Who knows? But it was awesome. Like, she heard me say that, then wrote to me on Instagram, was super sweet. And was like, I was high when I wrote that. I'm like, you're awesome. Maybe don't Instagram high. I don't know. I don't smoke. So I don't know how that works. I'm not a good smoker. I get real paranoid that I can't get. Like, I don't. So here's the reason why I don't do drugs. Also, I just don't like them and I'm not cool enough. And frankly, no one ever offers me them. Like, I wouldn't know how to buy drugs on the street. And I don't also look like the person that people offer them to. And um, I asked I asked a friend once uh, who probably, like, does, like, party drugs. I was like, why don't, like, why doesn't no one ever offer them to me? Not that I'm going to do them. Why? He's like, well, you look like someone that might tell on someone else. I'm like, well, that's not very nice to say. I wouldn't. I, I get down truth is I don't get down but I'm not gonna tell on anyone um yeah but I've always felt really left out that no one offers and you know I don't have that you know I don't have it in my back pocket I don't have that like street street sense that I would know how to go up to someone and be like yo do you have some uh pills of quaaludes they're like, we, no one makes quaaludes anymore, Rachel. I'm like, cool. I saw it in Almost Famous. Just thought I'd throw that word out. Do you, I'm like, do you have ludes? Uh, just try to get slang with it. None of it's working. Uh, any hoodles. The reason why I don't do drugs is for those reasons. And I hate the feeling of like you can put something in your body and then there's no way to totally know if you've dosed it properly. And there's also no way to get it out of your body. It freaks me out. And... Anyways, dare to keep kids off drugs. That was my, and by the way, that was like, when we were kids, they basically taught you to do drugs with the whole dare program. Like they brought you, they showed you what the, like, it was the opposite of what they, they showed you drugs. They were like, look, this is what it, this is what a bag of cocaine looks like, or this is what this looks like. You're like, now I know how to do this. Like, what are you doing here, sir? Anyways. I digress. Um, okay, quickly before we get to the podcast, uh, I want to talk about this without giving the ending away. I just, like, only one of my friends has seen this so far, and I need all of my listeners to watch this movie. And please email me or DM me, or email me at info at com or DM me at Rachel, R-I-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. So we can talk about it because I feel alone on an island and I feel scared and alone that I have seen the Zac Efron, Lily Collins, Ted Bundy movie. And thank God I just remembered her name. I could not remember for the life of me. I was like, I don't know, Phil Collins' daughter, what's her butt? Lily Collins. I got it. Um, First of all, I think that movie was very well done. Uh, It's called Extremely Wicked and Shockingly Evil. Um, They are missing the whole part where he is... Oh, sorry, my Bluetooth just shut off. They are missing the whole part where Ted Bundy is extremely wicked and shockingly evil. I'm not giving anything away by saying this. But I guess since he was so charismatic, they were just showing the real part of it. So basically, this movie 
is uh, a story of Ted Bundy, but shown through the eyes of Liz, his girlfriend that he was dating at the time of committing these murders and when he got arrested and all this stuff. And I think it's like fairly based in the truth. I read some articles about it. I think they took some liberties. Um, but the ending is so bone chilling. Like just like the last, like the second to the last scene basically is so, uh, I can't get it out of my head and I just want to talk about it with people. But yeah, so they don't show him in like, I mean, they, they show him in like somewhat of an evil light, but they really do heighten the fact that they're like, he was so charismatic and he was such a chameleon and he represented himself in court. But all of that really did happen. And the judge, when he sentenced him, really did say to him, like, you're a bright young man um, and I would have loved to watch you practice in front of me in court. You're talented, whatever. You're, I mean, definitely are a waste of humanity now. But like the judge, after sentencing him, was still complimenting him. After he died, and this isn't in the movie, but I read this, women were calling, like, local hotlines for, like, therapists and stuff because they were grieving over the fact that he was uh, sentenced to death and he died or whatever because they were struggling so bad with it because they'd somehow fallen for him. Like, how... God, I never... I don't want to kill anyone, obviously, but I wish I could possess, like, some sort... Like, I wish I could just take the charm that a sociopath apparently has and just have like a little bit of that. So like the whole world would just think I was awesome all the time, but like without the bad parts of it, because it's unbelievable how like certain sociopathic people can be like that. It's fascinating. Anyways, please watch the movie. So I have someone to talk to about it because I'm alone on an Island here. Um, all right, let's get to the podcast. Oh, comedy dates. And first of all, before I get to that, I want to thank everyone that came out to our shows in New York and Scotland and London and Berlin and Prague and Paris. It was hands down one of the greatest experiences of my life. I could cry now. I feel like I have a ton of new friends. I'm so grateful to all you people that came out. I, I want to start listing everyone, but, you know, because I remember all y'all personally, the podcast listeners and stuff, but, uh, but I won't do that to the rest of the people that didn't come. But thank you so, so, so very much. Everyone's so cool and sweet and just made us feel so loved and special. So thank you so much. Greatest experience. Um, okay. Tour dates. I will be in Wichita, Kansas, um, which is hilarious. I made a, I made a post on Instagram where I said it was like, it was like my last day in Paris. Here's a photo of me in Paris, but can't wait to, you know, my next show is in the Paris of America, Wichita, Kansas. And I was just saying that as a joke. And then someone messaged me and they were like, well, actually, it's not Wichita, it's Kansas City, and it is considered the Paris of something. And I was like, oh, I was joking. I didn't know <laughs> that, that there was actually something that needed to be corrected. <laughs> Anywho, all right, my guests today, you know them, you love them. Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules and Zach Wickham, Vander Adjacent. He doesn't care that I say that because he came up with the term. They're awesome. I'm, I love this. I loved this podcast. Like, first of all, it was just me and Kristen that were supposed to podcast, but Zach came over and he had to bring Kristen her Christmas or her birthday present like three months late. Um, and he knew she was coming to my house. So he came over and um, uh, and that's not his fault that it was three months late. He just didn't. She didn't have time. To, I don't know. Um, I'm not here to speculate anyway. So he comes over. And so we we just we all were just hanging out for like an hour beforehand and kind of catching up about stuff that like maybe we wouldn't want to necessarily talk about on the podcast. However, we talk about some crazy shit on this podcast, some really honest, like Kristen recaps the um, first part of the reunion. Super honestly, she tells some pretty raw Lisa Vanderpump stories too. Zach talks about some pretty raw shit. So yeah, but anyway, so he's over here. It was just supposed to be me and Kristen podcasting, but then I was like, well, I don't have a three mic setup, but, uh, Let's just do this. You guys just can pass the mic back and forth. And it actually worked out. And I, I it's one of my favorite podcasts. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Without further ado, Kristen Doty and Zach Wickham. I have two of probably your favorite guests here today. I don't have the capability to film or not film, record with two people unless my sound guy Greg is here. But he's not here. And so we're just going to do it anyways. So Kristen Doty is here. Hello, people. And Zach Wickham, and they're just going to pass the mic back and forth. Hey, guys. Hey, th thankfully, 
Well, Kristen, we both have really long arms. I was well, no, I was going <laughs> to say loud voices, but Chris, yeah, I might want to get closer. Kristen, you don't have that loud of a voice. Zach has one of the loudest voices ever. It just depends if I like talk like Tom Schwartz <laughs> or if I project. Project. So today I'm going to try to project. Your hair's in a side. Yeah, and your hair's in a side ponytail. You got to project, you know. Because I can have a side ponytail now. Shout out, Hair Boss Extensions. <laughs> I love your hair like this. Thanks, boo. Okay, so the premise of this podcast, we're going to talk about lots of stuff, is we're going to, since I just got back from Europe yesterday, well, really late Saturday night, um, but I haven't seen anyone, we're going to catch up like we normally would live on this podcast. And totally unfiltered. Unfiltered. We love our catch-ups. Our catch-up. I was like, catch like ketchup? Okay, cool, cool. You're going to need to hand it back to him when he wants to talk. Just yep. hit her in the leg. There'll be a signal. Yep, just kick me, Zach. With um, love. So. Isn't it always with love? <laughs> what's been going on in your life, Kristen? And then, Zach, you pass it to Zach. Well, what's been going on besides you bought a house? Yeah, that's what's been going on. Houses are fucking hard, y'all. Really? Houses are hard. It sounds like all jammy and lovey and rad and you're like yeah i can afford a down payment this is gonna be like fixer upper with chip and joanna Gaines. they make it look no so big easy deal. they sure do God. i live on hgtv right now and guess what it's not easy yeah it's and they're like oh my god it's only cost like three thousand dollars for this and then suddenly you blink and like the whole kitchen's redone it takes a really long time and a lot of people and a lot of stress. Well, they're also doing it themselves. Like if you if you were a contractor or like a handyman, perhaps it would be three thousand dollars. That's fair. And it was proven on my Instagram story, if anyone saw it, that I was not good at demoing a wall like I thought. Yeah, I did see that. I was in Europe, and I, well, I was also confused. Did you take down the, like the wall that you were like one day I'll do this? Mm -hmm. You decided that one day was right was away. That day because I'm redoing my floors. Like like y'all, when you buy a house and you're not like you know, super rich or really experienced or like your own parents, perhaps <laughs> when you're like my age and you don't know what the hell you're doing, you just think of the most important things. And for me in this specific house that I bought, I, the most important thing to me were redoing the floors. Mm -hmm. And then I realized if I ever want to knock down a wall, that must happen first because you cannot possibly put in brand new hardwood floors and then knock down a wall. Oh, oh, that yeah. makes sense. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, so you I just didn't probably like that. doubled your price of remodel. Sure did. And then I went, you know what? That ugly bathroom is just going to stay ugly for a hot minute because you have to pick I and choose. I like that bathroom. You are one and only. It kind of <laughs> looks like my bathroom. That's Maybe your that's bathroom. that's why I like it. That is your bathroom. There I you know, go. but it also sort of looks like the one I currently have. So I think <laughs> that's why I'm like, no, it's pretty. No, Kristen. yours is much nicer. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. But whatever. Whatever. But I houses don't are mine. hard, but it is very rewarding. And I sound like such a negative Nancy and my mom constantly tells me to send her smiley faces or heart emojis when she asks me about said house <laughs> instead of like you know the brain coming off of your head emoji yeah or like the weird face where you're like Ooh, my mom actually told me something similar she said right she's like can you just call me and tell me when good things are happening in your life not just the bad things <laughs> And then I realized why maybe she thought I was depressed at one point. Yeah. <laughs> because I usually, but that's what you just think you do that with your mom. Is and this why boyfriends think I'm negative? Yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing too is I usually don't tell um, my parents or friends like, like things if they haven't come to fruition yet because I think I'm going to jinx it. So I don't want to be like, oh, I have this big audition or, oh, this thing might happen or this exciting or this guy I just started dating I really like or something because I'm like, if it doesn't work out, then it's... Then they're going to ask about it later and you're going to be like, I failed. Yeah, <laughs> really. exactly. But That's what you I'm feel like. I'm a fucking like. failure. That's what you feel like. Totally. Totally. So houses are really hard, but it's coming along and I'm in the middle of renos. Definitely thought I was going to move in two weeks ago mm -hmm. it's definitely not happening but i have put my notice in on my apartment so exciting. so now i have a timeline how Basically, many I, I just want, i just want my dogs to like feel comfortable there i don't care how i feel oh know? my god they're gonna love it they have a yard finally um, i know like mom's rich you have a yard not just a small hallway <laughs> <laughs> how many nights a week can i stay the night there every single night really yeah which room is mine the guest room the well, big there's one. two well that's the other one's my closet Oh, okay, it's gonna cool. Become so the only closet guest room. room, yeah, like a vanity room. Okay, because I've never like had one of those, and I'm like, well, it's your glam room. Yeah, I get a glam room. That's right? so cute. All right, Zach, what's been going on with you? I mean, literally nothing. That's not true. So That's a crock of shit. And this is a podcast. You're gonna need to come up with something. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I think I've just been kind of doing the same thing. Just, you know, going through the motions, not buying a house. The only We're the only two people of all of our friends that have not bought a house. So. Stassi lives in a really expensive apartment, so that's a lie. And we have lots of other friends without houses. I also considered buying one last summer, and I probably will buy one at some point fairly soon. Do you want to go in together? I'm not. Well, that's not a good idea. <laughs> that's just. I Wait, mean, Rachel, do you remember when you and I were going to buy a house in Palm Springs together? That would that would have been a great investment. It really would have been. Absolutely. It w- like we, Rachel and I, thought about buying one like years ago, mm-hmm. I'm, before you and even just moved like, into this apartment. Probably, yeah, just to like Airbnb it and stuff. Yeah, when when Rachel still did Airbnb, that's when it was, and mm-hmm. we were like either. Like, we'll buy it 50-50 or we'll buy it, like, a different percentage and then Rachel will get paid to do the Airbnb thing. We were like, look how much money we're going to make during Coachella. We looked like two $300,000 houses. Yeah, why didn't you all do that? You know what? This is a consideration. Yeah, we're just maybe still. All right, Zach, there is stuff going on. (laughs) I feel like you've been doing a lot more with, like, Brittany and Jax's wedding and all that planning stuff and helping them. I feel like you are, like, holding their shit together. Not them as a couple. They're doing very well. No, but you mean, th- no, I feel like, yeah, sometimes I guess I forget about that. Mm-hmm. It's all the, the friend or bridesman duties that, you know, just pop up all the time. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess that is kind of my life right now. It's like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work being people's friends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> is it, is it, is this your first time being a bridesman? Point, Zach. Fantastic. It is hard work being people's friends and being good friends. Yeah. So because if you want to be, if you want to be somebody's good friend, yeah. Sometimes you know when things are coming up, you gotta, gotta man up and do it. Um. Yeah. Is this your first time being a bridesman? This is my. Actually, this is my second time. Be, no. Th- oh my God. Third time being a bridesman. Oh my I've, God. I mean, I do have a lot of best friends, but you do. Um. And not that the other the other two were very important, like very very close friends as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one is I'm. They're the probably most not gonna. Involved. I was gonna say you're probably not. They're probably not listening to the podcast. You can be honest. Thank God, no. I'm just <laughs> the first one. Um, we were. God, I was so young. I was like 23. Uh-huh. So like I had no involvement. Obviously, I just showed up and <laughs> walked the line. They were like, barely. let's just hope that he shows Thank up. Thank God, sober. yeah. Like, and I didn't. So <laughs> you know. Jokes on them. Yeah. Um, but and then the second one, I had already been in California, so they just like she she's one you know, we call each other our embryonic buddies because we had been friends since like literally birth. Mm-hmm. Um, but like unfortunately I didn't lo- live in Louisville at the time and the wedding was in Louisville. So she'd just be like she would text me and she'd be like, Hey, so this is what we're doing. Um, I'm just telling you, so you're included. Um, I hope you have a good day. And I was like Thanks cool. for including me. Like, I like, feel like she was really sending me some pictures. I mean. No, that's like a really good friend. She just wanted you to feel included knowing that she asked you to be a part of it. You obviously geographically could not be involved, but she wanted you to know that you were just as loved. That, good for her. Exactly. And, you know, and like I felt just as involved in the wedding itself. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, I came in a few days early so we could like, you know, do stuff and like obviously. Rehearsal then I dinner there. stuff. Yeah. Um, and it sucks cause a lot of my friends weddings and stuff, I can't go home for all the time, but, but these were the two that like were my closest friends that I've been in their weddings. And then Brittany will, yeah, this, so this is you You're know. the most involved in this one, but I'm most involved in this one. You are the man of honor. Oh, even if you haven't been asked. Okay. So I didn't want to say it, but like. Brittany, I'm sure is gonna ask. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, I was like, <laughs> Brittany, is better this a big say, reveal? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I'm. You know, Kara can't be there 24 seven, but Kara's done so much. Yeah, she has earned her maid of honor uh, duties for sure, and Katie is gonna be doing plenty coming up. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like we've all. I mean, I feel like it's all hands on deck, especially with a wedding of this magnitude. Yeah. Like, oh, seriously. Kristen, as a bridesmaid, feels that we all feel it because there's just so much to do, so much to make sure that yeah. goes right. That like we all have to be ready to I f- jump in. I feel like when we were bridesmaids in Katie's wedding, we didn't really have to do anything because Katie just sort of like handled it on the down low. Like we wanted to help, but like she sort of just handled things and we're chill I feel like Zach is going to be responsible for a lot more than he even realizes because yeah. he's good at it number one yeah, you are good at and it, and he's Brittany's like best friend who lives here mm-hmm. not to say like I'm not Brittany's best friend too because I like, totally am and like we all are <laughs> but I truly feel like Zach's gonna like end up taking on a lot more responsibility he's gonna well take I feel on like you already have like you've been helping with like websites and like all uh, the, yeah, yeah all that sure, stuff. yeah I mean it's you know it's just it's that's 
It definitely is what I'm good at. I'm excited <laughs> for this very extravagant wedding. Oh my God, literally, I we've all, I don't know if everybody's called it this, but I keep calling it the Royal Wedding of America. Because well, it is in a castle. It's in one of the only castles in America, which is crazy that it's in Versailles, Kentucky, but yeah, it is. And you know what I'm definitely going to be wearing to this very lavish and extravagant and fancy wedding is something that makes me feel even fancier. My scent bird. Okay, you know when people come up to you and they're like, you smell amazing. What perfume are you wearing? And you feel so good about yourself. Well, with Scentbird, you can try even more luxury fragrances with Scentbird's luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. It's a way for you to discover new perfumes and colognes without buying an entire bottle. They have more than 450 designer brands for you to choose from. Like Prada, Tom Ford, Versace, Dolce & Gabbana, Cartier Glossier, Gucci, Calvin Klein, and more. I personally have done Aqua de Parma, which I'm super excited about, Gucci. I have also tried Versace. I love them all. You try the brands you want. It's the real deal. So you choose a perfume you want to try, and they send you a 30-day supply. So that's 120 sprays, enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. And if you're not sure what type of scent you're looking for, sort and find your new fragrance by brand, style, occasion, season, and more. And you can check user ratings and reviews on any fragrance or take Scentbird's True Scent Quiz to discover more personalized recommendations for your taste. And I have an exclusive offer for my listeners. You can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. That's crazy. Just go to scentbird.com slash be here and use my code be here for 50% off your first month. Again, that's Scentbird. That's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D dot com slash be here for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. Um, the, also, it my my plane ticket was, um, I think, uh, the same amount that it cost me to go to Europe <laughs> to go yep. there. But that happens when you go to, like, Wait, Rachel, Middle I America. have not booked my plane ticket yet, and I was just talking about this, so can you share those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That information yeah, with me? Yeah, for sure. Also, I have a quick question. Have either of y'all ever been to a castle? Like, uh, you were just in Europe, so I don't know if you, I've like, go to, to castles, but I've well, never I've been, been to Well, I've been to one. Versailles. I've been to that castle where they beheaded people in England. Wait, you've oh, been to? Do you know the city that her castle is in called is Versailles. Versailles? No, it's Versailles oh. is how they pronounce it. They might pronounce it Versailles. No, it's spelled the same. But they pronounce it Versailles. But we pronounce it Versailles, so Kentucky. You, but you're probably pronouncing it wrong. You mm. re- aware of that? Um, well, I mean, mm, because I think I looked into. I don't it know. And I'm I, American. I'm pretty sure I know how to speak American. I'm yeah. Pretty sure. But. Mm, I don't know um, if they wanted it to be called Versailles. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I think somebody said, you know what? You know, it's just like somebody named Judy and Judai. You know, it's like or like I don't. I never say like guacamole. Like I would sound like a. I would like, sound like a oh, wait, moron. I'm sorry, but Barcelona, uh, Ibiza, Ibiza. Yeah, I'm like no. You're. I would sound like an idiot. Your if second I said that. grade teacher should have helped your list better. Stop it. No, you're saying no, it wrong. No, it's the proper way to say it. But if I sound only like, in Ibiza. But if I sound like the way I sound all the time, and all of a sudden I threw out a fancy word, it'd be like, Rachel, you tried too hard. Croissant. That, like, that's no, how I feel croissant. about. That's how I feel about quesadilla. Like I want a quesadilla. I don't want a quesadilla. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not gonna. La mariposa. <laughs> you know. Ooh, that one was jazzy. That was actually super jazzy. Yeah. But here's the main thing. If like if okay, if I was actually Abethian, which I don't know if that's what they're called, <laughs> but if I was from Ibiza and said it, okay, got <laughs> it. Know. But like if I'm from Spain, I would say Barcelona or I'm sure it's actually called something else because, like, yeah. Spain is called España. So I get it. Like, it's different. So I just hate people that are like, it's not called Versailles. I'm like, you know what, Have fucker? people corrected you're you? You're not from there. You're not from there. If you're from there, then you can call it whatever you want. Has but anyone like, corrected you? Not with Versailles, but it oh, grinds my gears, like... What are you, 75? So really grinds my gears. I was using a Peter Griffin from Family Guy quote, oh, okay. but... um. Basically, when people say it's Louisville or it's Louisville because it's named after King Louis the either 13th or 14th, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, well, fucker, do you live there? Isn't you it don't. Louisville? It's Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. But they say it's Louisville? Louisville or there's like nine different pronunciations, which we don't accept them, even though we like pretend that it's oh. funny and we put them on shirts. He's making, he, you really heard it here first. We don't, we don't we are not accept accepting those. it. Sorry. Okay. We, it's Louisville and 
God, this is like the ninth time I've done this on a podcast or on a show. I swear to God, I am so defensive of how my city's name is pronounced. It's bad. That's so funny. I feel like I saw someone on some social media when I was in Europe that that noticed you as the guy from the dating show. It was like a comment on something. Are you getting that a lot? I, I do get that a lot. And I was on the preview for the one in Great Britain and in um, New Zealand and some of the other Tell my countries. listeners what dating show you were on. I was on Dating No Filter one episode, a half episode on E. Still? I mean, still, but like I made the preview for like the international. So like all people that like knew me international or like have seen me internationally, like they would like message my friend that's like from England and they'd be like, um, isn't that your friend or like whatever it's so funny yeah two of my comedian friends were commentators on it too zach really? noe towers another guy named zach oh yeah, yeah. Zach, oh i love Zach. and uh rocky dale davis wait zach zach you zach wickham have you gotten dates from because of that show you know what i'm actually pissed i didn't get more dates wait do people reach out to you at all though not i mean yeah girls do and oh. i mean that's great but like thanks for being my fan and i'm glad you liked my date but no i have not gotten any real dates and i would like to um do like a little side note to uh-huh. zach no towers because i just want to say there was never dick pics exchanged on you that. have to you have to give the backstory on okay that. so basically uh, dating no filter happens. Obviously, I don't know who's going to be on the couch. I didn't know it was going to be this guy that I talked to a couple times on Grinder, but that is one of Rachel's friends, uh, who's a comedian friend. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I don't know what the commentary is going to be, whatever. So then I watch the show, and the first five seconds that like I come on screen, the comedian Zach goes, "I know him," and the girl goes, "Wait, how do you know him?" And she goes, "From being gay, like life, obviously." Uh-huh. Which I do know a lot of people, so okay, whatever. And then as it goes on, he goes, there may have, dick pics may have been exchanged. And I was like, what? Where are those dick pics? Okay, so he basically said allegedly. Yeah, and I also. He said may have. And also. So you're here to set the record straight and say the dick pics may not have happened, a.k.a. did not. They have not happened. But he did not say that He said may have. He was being he was coy. Trying, he was trying to make some good TV. Oh, you know he, well, what I he mean? made great TV. I just, but I made sure to find him on Grinder and then be like, "Where are the dick pics in this conversation?" Oh, they're not there. And he said, "Ha ha ha!" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's right." <laughs> All right. The only dick pics it's came settled. to me and Rachel. Okay. Let's be honest. I feel like Zach's not a dick pic sender. I can't picture. Not it. anymore. I stopped oh. once I moved. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my god! Actually, when I was a, when I was in my early twenties, I literally said if I run for office, which I do plan on one day, um, I literally would have to say it. my slogan would be "My name is Zach Wickham," and yes, you will find my dick on the internet at some point. Hey, at least you're being honest Wait, about can it. Can I Google your dick on the internet? And or so you've sent dick pics. No, I want to know this. Have you you've sent dick pics in your twenties? Have you ever like sent like sex videos or like anything like that to people? See, I'm not a sex video person. Like, I don't like every once people in a while. People exchange a sex videos unless they have a relationship. Okay, on Grinder, yes, they do. Really? Yeah, it's a little. And, but uh, you know so what? Dirty. Here's my thing: is like, I don't want to see the person that I'm gonna try to get with being plowed by somebody that I don't want to get with. You oh know what I mean? my like, god! They sent they sent something like that. Oh, that's not what I meant. I meant like of you and the person that you had sex with. Like, have you ever like taped things with someone or like exchanged? I didn't mean like you with like wait or so your dude with like Joe Schmo and he sends it to you. Fuck that. That's so weird. But that's normal. So that's where my head went. I was like, wait, what? Oh I mean, not gosh. normal. It's not normal. The okay. gays I are so say it's fascinating. Like, you know, it's like three it's, and ten. Yeah, like, that's, that's that's a pretty a high. That's thirty percent. That's that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, but I feel like gays usually follow like a, a different sliding 10. scale. Yeah, it's like yeah. we're pretty like to the like I would say about ninety percent of the people would send dick pics, and I have obviously. I'm not even mm-hmm. denying it. I'm saying I have. You cannot Google them, thank God. Mm-hmm. But that's the reason I tried? stopped. But yes, okay. but that's the reason I stopped. I also tried on multiple different sites and Tumblr and whatever Kristen's just to make sure so I didn't like. so search for this. Chris, if find, anyone's going to find it, it's Kristen. Oh my God, Kristen's going to find them. And then. Uh, well, well, at least she'll know. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm not like ashamed of it. It's not that thing. But I just know there's bad people in the world. And that's why I stopped doing it. Good. Because I used to be much more trusting. And then I realized, why am I doing that with my penis? Yeah. And also, like, <laughs> act like a lady. Like, you don't want to sh- show your shit off. You should hold your penis to a higher regard. Yeah. That's I have. I finally have started to. Good. Because now you're an adult. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Zach, you may not have bought a house just yet, but you know better than to send dick pics. See? 
everyone's growing up. Exactly. Or if I do send a dick pic and then it's immediately not well received, then I block them before they can save it. Oh, you can tell if they can say they save it? No, you can't tell, but I just assume that like I'm faster than they are. Wow, you're like this is like fucking war. You got this is crazy. Being you got to read is, the art of war if you're going to be is gay. Very hard. No, Jesus. there's an art of being gay. And yeah, I Yeah, which is it. also sounds like the art of war. You're like you knew when you got to like you got to take the high roads, so you come down on them. Yeah. Yeah, you got to I mean, that's the only way to win. Oh my god. But okay. I feel like there's no winning with Oh, right. well, I haven't won yet, but I'm still in battle, so I guess that's no, good. You don't date Zach, as much. You just as you literally should. said you had nothing to catch us up on. Yeah, it, seriously, like this. And you this just awesome. you just revealed stuff that we did not know about you. We've been your friends for years, and I, well, now I don't my know listeners how, are learning a lot about you as we are. God, I le- and I know that I'm gonna be like I'm gonna tell my dad and mom. I'll be like, Mom, Dad, I was on Rachel's podcast. And I maybe always have them. to preface them. I'm like, Mom, Dad, okay, listen, don't tell them. I said, yeah, today, today, this might not be the podcast to yeah, tell them let's about. Let's not do that. Let's. Because <laughs> I would also be catching them up on my life, and this is. This is not what they want to hear. Not what they want. Yeah, know. they're not ready yeah, for that. No. All right. Well, let's switch gears a little bit because today is the um, f- part one of the reunion. How many ep- parts did you have? Three. Trace three, correct. <sighs> so, it's airing like right now. So you're probably getting a lot of tweets and messages. I just logged into my Twitter for the first time in like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. I deleted Twitter and Instagram for two whole days. Oh. And Twitter you. actually, well, for a week, Twitter and Instagram for two days. Because did you feel good? I really did. Because I noticed that it was like the very first thing that I went to. Like I would check, twi- I would check Instagram mostly for like James May, mm-hmm. a little bit for myself. But then I would like, you know, like... Get, like move on to like my texts or my emails and then all of a sudden just go back to Instagram for absolutely no fucking reason yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. It was like this addictive like thing. You know you they have that thing now where you can you can block how much time you spend on social media. I just want to be stronger than that, but I yeah. love that cuz that I might need that information. I don't really enjoy scrolling through it, but I feel like I freaking have to use it to be to like promote stuff. But I get so sick of that too where I'm like, "Hey, listen to my podcast. Come to my comedy show." But Ugh. you, sh- like, but you oh, should God. do it for those things. And I know, I, but it gets annoying. I feel annoying. I wouldn't if I were you because that's what the one thing you I would, do is No, but I do it for James May and I do and I post your stuff. I post yes, you're so good like about that. Different Thank you. different friends things like my friend Rihanna has a really awesome hair care line called In Common. Jeff Dye does comedy. Mm-hmm. Different whoever of my friends have something to promote, Lala with her stuff, Stassi with her book. I'm just like but this is how social media really is like I how know, we get the word true. out. So for those things, I don't feel weird for and me, my podcast, because most of the people that showed up on my tour in Europe were podcast listeners. Yep. And I'll tell you, most of the people that buy James May is because they saw it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I think Instagram is a wonderful social marketing tool. It's just when it comes to things like tonight's reunion. Yeah. You're like, I don't need to. Be I on want it. to engage because that's what the fans want. But at the same time, the it's not always a positive engagement. Yeah. And I feel like I have to like remove myself for a Which hot I minute. think is very healthy. No one wants to feel like they have to do without things that they need or want. And that's where Zebit comes in. Zebit believes that everyone deserves access to lifelong interest-free credit. With Zebit, you have the power to buy what you need and pay overtime interest-free. And the Zebit Marketplace has everything you need from everyday items and electronics to furniture and appliances, all from your favorite brands, all at competitive prices. They're just a better credit option. Zebit provides a better credit option for those who need it. They allow you to buy what you need and pay over time interest free. With Zebit, there's no cost to join, no membership fees, and no late fees. I've always wanted a GoPro. I thought it was kind of frivolous. And then I was like, I'm going to sign up for Zebit and I'm going to get me a GoPro. Zebit does not check your credit score, which is amazing. Zebit has zero impact on your credit score, like I said, and your Zebit account doesn't affect it. They have a huge marketplace. They have more than 50,000 products in their marketplace with brand names like Xbox, Sony, Apple, like I said, GoPro, which I got, and Fitbit. From electronics to barbecues, furniture, and more. Zebit has everything you need for when you need it. And guess what? Everyone believes in them. Zebit has a five-star rating on Trustpilot. That's five stars. And they've earned the trust of more than a million customers who shop on Zebit. And I have an offer for my listeners. If you sign up for Zebit today at zebit.com slash be here, you'll get $2,500 credit to the shop, the Zebit marketplace at zero interest and zero cost to join. That's zebit.com slash be here for $2,500 of interest free 
credit. Zebit.com slash be here. Have fun with it. So what happens on part one of the reunion? Give us a little rundown. Oh because boy. this will this will the podcast will come out after. So yeah. we're not giving any spoilers. I mean, I, I feel like from your perspective, yeah. how did it go? It was hell on earth. <laughs> and I, I watched a <laughs> Didn't clip. Didn't miss a beat there. I, I watched a clip today that Bravo posted when I was getting my hair and makeup done where I'm like like Rex Manning Day, you know, uh-huh. from Empire Records. And I'm like, it's Vanderpump Rules Reunion Day. This is the best day ever. And I said, I woke up in the best mood today. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like it's going to be that bad. And it was like 100% the most hellish reunion we have ever had. Really? And not so because... So for my listeners, if they don't know, you guys film it all in one day. But it, they break it up into three episodes. Yes, and it was Andy Cohen's, like, most hated day of the year. Like, he hates Vanderpump Rules Reunion Day because it takes longer than any Housewives How reunion. How many hours does it take? We got there about, I think, because I had full hair and makeup. Brittany and I got there around, like, 7.38 a.m. Mm-hmm. And we wrapped around, like, probably 12 to 12, 14 hours later. Oh, my God. It's the, long, it's the longest the 12 reunion. hours of, like, fighting with people. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like hell on earth. Yeah, I will say that the, the reunion ends, part one ends with Andy screaming at all of us to shut the fuck up. Really? And he's part actually, one. like, being honest. Oh, like, yeah, because we're all just screaming over each other, and, like, no one can get a word in, and everyone, because fe- we all feel so passionately. Yeah. This is our moment to break the fourth wall. Yeah. To just be in the moment with every single person and just be like, no, fuck you. You're not standing up for me. So I want to give a major shout out to our princess bride to be Brittany Cartwright mm-hmm. for being the only friend of mine, the only person on that panel that stood up for me. Mm-hmm. The in, entire reunion. In what regard? Um, against James Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Because that that was the battle I knew I was going to have to fight. It wasn't something I was looking forward to because James Kennedy, I don't even like saying his name, mm-hmm. JK, is no longer a part of my life or mm-hmm. our lives at all. But it was obviously something that we did film. So did you end up revealing like what it is that you really are pissed about? Or um, I did. I did reveal that it did not air, and I'm grateful for that because mm-hmm. I just don't think it's something, unless I'm going to, be stood up for by by everyone on the panel every mm-hmm. one of my friends that knows the truth i'd stand up for you i, of co- of I course was there you, know. you were literally there firsthand mm-hmm. yeah so we so they kind of skated past it which i was actually grateful for mm-hmm. because unless it was going to go the way i wanted it to go i didn't want it to air at all yeah i could see that and and what's the point what's the point what at is this the point, point if the, yeah. if he's still on the show you know no so and I, it's just been I, so long and right. perhaps it's more healing well mostly for if he's you just like just still forgive. on the show if he's going to be around then what's the point in discussing something that won't come out mm-hmm. but I, I really am so grateful because they what they did air was Brittany standing up for me mm-hmm. that's it, really like cool. very hard and standing up for herself and standing up for Jax and telling Tom Sandoval like you're his fucking best man mm-hmm. why are you continuously defending this awful terrible person mm-hmm. I screamed at Tom Sandoval and said like you're supposed to be my friend mm-hmm. so just cut the shit so yeah. that was like a huge thing that happened and obviously Jackson wow. James almost got in a fist fight mm-hmm. aka Jax has never ever hit anyone in his entire life y'all but <laughs> I, I will tell but he you, always almost threatens he always to. almost does but I will tell you this is the one time in my whole friendship with Jax Taylor over almost 13 years mm-hmm. that I truly thought he was about to kill someone yeah there was there was no fake. It was not a fake stand up chest bump type yeah. of thing. It was like I saw. I believe fear it. in the eyes of dumb James Kennedy, which he should be very scared. Well, he Jax weighs about ninety pounds. Yeah, and Jax was really pretty mad. sure I could beat up James. One hundred percent. Yeah, my shoulders are twice the size of James. <laughs> so are my hips. I don't know. James is so basically James. I don't want to keep talking about him, but he was just a really bad person who proved everything that he apologized for over a whole season. All the BS apologies that we went. Oh, for. so he basically totally goes he back just on it. Went the- right after every single person, screaming at everyone, like Tom Schwartz, even who he was like, I'm friends with Tom Schwartz. I really like him. Then he was like, Fuck you. Really? Screaming, called Britney's family hillbillies. He here. Hold me to give it to Zach. Okay, well, we're gonna come back to that, uh-huh. but but I'm gonna let a, I'm gonna let note, yeah it? put a note to that. Uh-huh. We're gonna come back to that so that I can then because yeah, but then I'm I'm now gonna give it back to Kristen, and then we'll come back at the very end. Yeah, no, I just I, just, I thought you were feeling all the feelings. No, no, no. You can say what were you gonna say? Say it. Oh, should I just do it now? Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. I'm just saying. So that day when Brittany comes home and she literally she texts me on the way back and was like, I'm emotionally drained. I'll t- text you tomorrow. And then uh, she tells me what happens. I, uh, number one, the fact that she, she stood up and was like, you know, 
Britney never wants to see the bad in people. Mm -hmm. She, out of everybody, even like Tom Sandoval and people that call James their friend or whatever, nobody was speaking to him that morning. Britney went up to him and said, hi, James. How are you today? Oh. Out of everybody. Uh-huh. And then every time Jax and him would get in an argument, he'd be, he would go for Britney. And it's like... It's so gross. Wh- it's so gross. Why are you... Cu- for someone who has never wronged you, never whatever, and then you're deflecting from the person you should be going after mm-hmm. and then going to someone who has literally been nothing but well kind i think you. that he goes i think he goes for what he considers maybe a weaker link oh 1000 percent. but that is why i'm so proud of britney when she finally stood up to him and was yeah. like but not that i think britney's a weak link at all i think britney i would not want i feel like britney's not someone you'd want to get in a bar fight with i feel like she would cut you and i think she has been in a few like no, girl fights but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that's why people underestimate her. I'm not saying anyone has underestimates me because I'm not on the show. But if I was like, no, you don't come after me. You don't come after my friends. You don't come after Brittany mm-hmm. because Brittany, number one, she can stand up for herself. I don't yeah, even have she to definitely defend can. her. But like, that's what you see finally because she doesn't care mm-hmm. until this point when you came after her family. Yeah. Then she cares. Oh yeah. Oh. The, the switch has cool. it's been flipped and you will never get that back. And like, I'm the exact same way where, like, I don't fight, but if you either, if you go after my friends and, like, I can handle, like, a little bit in terms of, like, because I know, like, certain things that people, like, obviously say about my Vanderpump friends, and I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to engage these morons. But yeah, like you have to, but you separate that. I separate that. Yeah, yeah. But you come after my, my, my friends in a real way or, like, my fan. Oh, it's I, over. I'm the type where I never fight, but when I do, it's, it's mean <laughs> and... Oh yeah. You just, you don't. And and that's like the second I heard that that had happened, Mm -hmm. I just was like, I cannot wait till I see him next. Like it's going to be over. And then have you you seen him? I have not seen him since. Yeah. But I mean, not that I would like none of us. That's the thing. Nobody on the show sees him unless we are forced to film with him. Mm -hmm. Or I mean, we, they are forced to film with him. It's always so awkward though. When you run into him, like, I don't know how long ago it was, maybe like five months ago. I saw him, uh, I was like sitting in. Yeah, I was with you. I was like, we were sitting like oh, in the front of Tom Tom, yep. and he was there. And then he's and he's kind of like he says hi and stuff. And it's like, I'm like, hey, how are you? And then like you don't really know what to do because you're just like, I don't want to like tell him go away or whatever. And it's like, I've also like I I did hang around him a lot when Kristen was dating him. Like, I, you know, we went on trips and stuff. Like, so it it's it's a weird position to be in, but I also don't want to be two faced and be like I don't like this person and then be nice to his face. So I just sort of like try not to talk to him. Yeah, that's the best way to be. Yeah, even even I've tried that over the years where I'm yeah. just like you know, I'm this is just easier. And mm-hmm. then he just does one more thing, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna ruin this kid's fucking life. Yeah, and that's how I felt all season, and and that's what I had to defend at the reunion. Yeah, and he said. It's because I'm obsessed with him, in which Tom Sandoval echoed that that was why. But you and that is that was my fight with Tom Sandoval. But I think starting this season, you should just not fucking talk about it. No, I'm just I'm so beyond over it. Like he is nothing to me. Yeah, he's nothing. Except for we're spending a lot of time on this podcast talking about him. I was just gonna say I'm really over it. But we're this is because I was asking you about the reunion. Exactly, we're talking exactly why I had to talk about him at the reunion is because we had to recap a season, and right now we're recapping a reunion. Totally, and we're giving this motherfucker clickbait. So you are welcome, DJ (laughs) James Kennedy, you fucking piece of shit loser. So moving on, (laughs) he was a very big part of part one. That Uh is why because we addressed everything Uh very quickly. Um, about the tweets, so about Jax's father passing away. There was a lot about Lala's father passing mm-hmm. away, Lisa's brother so passing sad. away. So that was a really, you know, sad and awful moment. And I appreciate, you know, 90% of the people sitting up there really feeling for everyone, including mm-hmm. Lisa. You know, yeah. Lisa and I don't get along, but I can't, I have no idea what it's like to lose a brother or a father. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, so that was really, really heart-wrenching. Um, There's been a lot of loss on Vanderpump Rules in the last yeah. like, couple of years. Just think it's how really long sad. we've known each other. And yeah. I think when you know each other that long and we're, I mean, Rachel was my first friend in LA. She introduced me to Jax. Like she and I met Jax together. So mm-hmm. it's like when you have friends for 13 plus years, 20 years, Jax and Tom, yeah. you're going to have so many emotions. Yeah, totally. Totally. So that was kind of the, the whole. Was there any other like, um, arguments or yeah. any other relationship talk or anything? yeah Sheena and Lala kind of headed out a bit because of 
obviously we're gonna poke at Sheena about the whole Rob thing and then we have the whole Adam thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the penguin situation. What is the penguin thing again? She adopted a penguin for Adam. What? You didn't know that? <laughs> no, I don't watch the show. No, it was at Britney's engagement party. Britney and Jax's, sorry, but Sheena adopted a penguin and named I him Spot. I left the party early because I had a friend in town. <laughs> she named him Spot, mm. and she brought him the certificate of adoption to give to him at the <laughs> I can't <even laughs> at the engagement party, and Adam was, was like, and Adam was like, raise the penguin that guy the other day, so like, and yelled at her, and it was like this big thing. So we were kind of all just poking fun at like Rob, 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 Poor and, then Adam, and then and then Adam being like, my best friend, my best friend, my best friend, um, and then Sheena and Lala had it out a little bit because Andy asked Lala if she thought it was fair that she doesn't have to share her relationship on camera mm-hmm. when we're all bleeding out the same way. And Sheena had a very strong opinion about that, saying it wasn't fair. And uh, Lala's response was, well, if your man like had something important going on that he felt like he needed to protect. Oh. And then Stassi, <laughs> and then Stassi <laughs> jumped in and said, well, you think your fiance is more important than my boyfriend because he's not important because that was really rude. And that got real fucking awkward. Yeah. So there were some lovely, Ay. awkward <laughs> moments. God, I could never, I could never be a full cast member on the show. I get a stomachache just when you tell me these things. Yeah. Like I get an instant, like, like cringe, like nervous sweats. And then, yeah. And, and the only other thing really happened was like Raquel like flew in with like her ruffles <laughs> and her beauty queen speech that she repeated twice word for word, which means, you know, she wrote that shit down ahead of time. She, she was like, well, I'm a, as a beauty queen. Literally, and then this turned into a whole fight because she kept trying to say to Jax and Brittany, like, as a beauty queen, and Jax is like, okay, number one, you're, we're all just, like, dying on our side. Yeah. We're just like, I'm like, does she, what is she even talking about? None of it made it, it wasn't in response to anything we were, Andy was asking, or in response to the conversation happening. She was just, like, regurgitating this this like monologue that she had created <laughs> about her being a beauty queen, forgetting that Brittany was also, actually was a pageant gonna, girl her entire life. I was just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so it was um it was fucking weird is what it was oh that's so funny yeah anything else that's pretty much that's it pretty i think for it. episode one <laughs> dang one of my favorite things when it comes to self-care is using my quip electric toothbrush listen most of us are brushing wrong and you don't realize that just two minutes twice a day can help pave the way to a healthier mouth and mind but most of us don't brush for the recommended two minutes but with quip they have a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and help you clean your whole mouth evenly. Why? Up to 90% of us, like I said, don't brush for the full two minutes or don't clean evenly. Quip is just amazing. I love it. They have sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums, which I definitely have sensitive gums. I've been told by every dentist. And sometimes, you know, most of us brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive, but not Quip. They have a multi-use cover. It works as a stand, mounts to mirrors, and slides over your bristles to pack and protect your quip on the go. It's so chic and cool looking, and it declutters your sink or cabinet and makes traveling with an electric toothbrush easier. It's slim, it's easy, it's cool looking, plus there are no wires or a clunky charger, and it runs for three months on a single charge. And the brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist's recommended schedule every three months for just $5. It's just a friendly reminder when it's time to refresh and stay committed to your oral oral health. And most of us don't realize how important your oral health is. And Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals. And they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. Guys, I cannot stress enough how amazing Quip is. I love it. I just feel so fresh and clean. My mouth feels so good when I use Quip. That's why I love it. And that's why over a million people have happy, healthy mouths. And I have an offer for my listeners. Listen, Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com, that's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash be here. Right now, you can get your first refill pack for free, right? That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash be here. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash B-E-H-E-R-E. You will not regret it. Have a beautiful, healthy smile with me. So, so we got Zach uh, on Well, the I will say, so since, like, obviously I call 
you know, like me, you, some other people, like Vander adjacent mm-hmm. friends. So, which yeah, is I my favorite. Like, to, I know, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we're okay, just, how about we're doing, just friends? It has nothing we to are do friends. with Vander. I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, there's the core group that's like, let's say they have an event that, like, this, like a reunion they have to go to. And then, like, okay, we're all going to meet up after. Mm-hmm. This is the first time, the first reunion that has, like, that. No, all of them were like, I'm so exhausted. I'm going home. Like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to deal with it because literally it was so bad. Yeah, because there's Nobody been reunions where you guys have all hung out afterwards. Yeah, we've driven to Vegas afterwards. I went home and I Instagrammed and cried and held my dogs you, and you, said, screw this. You, um, you, you messaged me that like you were in a bad place after that the reunion and i yeah. think a lot of it had to do with some lisa stuff too yeah i'm sure will come out later i don't know if it'll air or not but lisa basically like almost tried to like uninvite me or disinvite i hate that damn word like uninclude me from her caesar's palace situation uh, and like, it was no like the very cares. tail end of the reunion and Why I, does she it, think it people just hit me like so a ton much. of bricks that she was like Something along the lines of, well, if you're, if since you were so rude to me, if you're going to be rude to me, then you're not allowed to come to her Caesars thing that I had to pay for my own flight for, mm-hmm. that I was told to come to, that I was invited to by Pandora. Do you even know what you were so rude about? Um, and I definitely was not rude the entire time. I was very cautious yeah. to mind my P's and Q's and, and to not be aggressive or like she just does it as, like, as, as like a line or something to and like it say. Just, yeah, it came out of left field and I didn't know what to do and she waited for a response. We were cheersing. Yeah. Part three, spoiler alert of the reunion. Cheersing when she said that. I don't know if that'll air, but she said that and I ju- it caught me by such surprise I had one of two choices. Either I say, I'm sorry, or I say, what the fuck are you talking about? And I just said, okay, Lisa, I'm sorry for being rude to you. And it was over. We walked out, and I bolted faster than I've ever bolted in my entire life. It's so frustrating. And that's when I called you. <laughs> like, her, her her, fascination with you is just weird. It's like, but She's so obsessed with me. Oh, it's just God. Weird. Uh, I mean, I probably would have said sorry, too. Like, sorry if I was rude. But then I but have, I wasn't. I know but that then I wasn't. I may have followed it up with. But I don't. You know, I just I don't said need it. To, I don't need to come to my your life party. a hell of a lot fucking yeah. easier. Yeah, yeah. That's probably. I, I probably would have done the same thing. Welcome to the Vanderpump Rules reunion, Ugh, motherfuckers. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it's shitty. Okay. Well, moving so on. Moving on. We were talking about the uh, Met Gala earlier, and I was saying that. Okay, so the theme of the Met Gala this year is camp, right? Which I did not understand. Now. If someone just sent me an invite that was like, you're invited to the Met Gala and the theme is camp with no more of an explanation, I literally would have thought sleeping bags, camouflage. I would have dressed like, like how you dressed when you grew up in Oregon. Yeah. Like, 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 I'm like okay, Aris. I'll wear like like a hoodie <laughs> over like a sequin dress. You know what I mean? Like very logger heiress. A logging heiress, like logger heiress. I would have worn, yeah, like like a flannel gown that yeah. three people had to carry that's behind me. That's literally where I thought they were going with it, and that's how I would have shown up. So I'm still not understanding it because I did see Lady Gaga, Jared Leto, and Harry Styles No, outfits. it means like campy, like over-the-top campy. But what Campy to me I is don't like sticky and like, yeah, I still don't get it. It, mean, it can mean, well, no, it can mean a lot of things. It can mean like... I read something that said like uh, there's like paying homage to like Versailles and like those kind of days and like where like men were wearing wigs and stuff like that. Like it it's it's all there's also some part of the gay culture in it. And as well as a gay man, I feel like I have failed you both in explaining that it. like know? that you didn't know. I I feel like such a failure that I did not if they wrote, instill that into you. But if they wrote campy with a Y, I would know exactly what they meant. The fact that they just wrote camp. I still should have. I that felt like that should have been vague. in our lessons, like day one really? of like friendship. Like there's a few like gay, like when you have those relationships, like camp, campy, like any. There's like certain things you like lay groundwork for so that your straight friend knows. And like I, guess I feel so. like I failed because, it, like, let's just say for example, that's all they say on the invite, and they don't explain more, and they don't let your PR or anyone know. Like I would have shown up like that. But I feel like you would have talked to me beforehand, and I would have gone stop. Dressing like Troop Beverly Hills and like calm the That's actually how I like to dress anyways. Give me a hoodie. That's what I'll wear all day long. (laughs) And we're going to, I'll get you. Like, and then I would have been like, no, we're going to pull some people in and we're going to fix this this entire situation. Oh my God. So basically it was like dress like Prince. Yeah. Because Harry Styles, like he looked like he was dressing like Prince. Jared Leto brought a head 
which I'm not totally. Yeah, I don't really understand it. Well, it's. it's I think it Lady Gaga like, just dressed like Lady Gaga. Like she's yeah, exactly. beautiful, but she just dressed like herself. So I'm so, still so totally her, not she getting. She's probably it. like bored with the theme. Camp means the most overtop yeah. version of yourself, or someone else, or anything that you deem necessary or worthy to campify. Okay, well, it sounds which like I just a blast. made up as a definition, but is a good one. Now it makes sense to me. Yeah. See, they should have put Anna Wintour. Hire me as your um, editor. I don't know. Well, I guess you're the editor. I hope that, <laughs> I feel like, I, like you know when, like, themes can kind of go in, like, a, a direction where you're like, oh, am I offending someone? Like, it's like you're trying to be, like, over the top, but then you're like, you don't realize, like, if you're like, I don't know, they always kind of freak me out, or I'm like, I don't know. Like, if you were to dress the completely the incorrect way. Or, or like, you think you're offend being. Offend someone. Or yeah, like, or, like, you're accidentally doing, like, cultural appropriation or something, and yeah, you're just like. Can I tell you a story? Yes. There was this one time um, when, <laughs> when I feel like this is going to be good. When in, in when in India, in the, so Indian culture, not American Indian, but okay. in India, the country, um, when gay marriage was finally legalized. This was last year, last summer, I believe. La- Zach, last spring, last summer, and Lisa Vanderpump. So during um, filming, uh, I believe it was right before filming, if I'm not mistaken. So I believe in the spring, and Lisa Vanderpump was hosting this beautiful like party and dinner at, at sir mm-hmm. and she had asked stassi she had reached out to stassi and stassi let me know this to style all of us and that we were all invited okay obviously i did not get the direct invite i got the side invite got it but we all stassi, she wanted stassi to style everyone in like this beautiful like indian wear mm-hmm. she also that so of course we all called jen hoffner our friend katie's pucker and pout mm-hmm. partner who is indian mm-hmm. and her whole wedding was decked out in that way and we're thinking like jen we need to borrow stuff if you can let us know what is appropriate what is not because yeah. we are not of your culture so that's what i never know like like we asked is what, it, what is it is, is it, it okay inappropriate if we dress to wear a sorry or like right. yeah, i don't know so we had asked all that and jen was like oh i got you i got you and then i find out that lisa vanderpump actually called stassi and said um can you tell Kristen that it's american indian What's just to just purposefully embarrass me. Mm-hmm. That is so cruel. Like, I'm not fucking stupid because obviously I'm aware that this law is being passed in India. That's pretty bad. But that's the kind of thing you get nervous about. Are you going to wear the wrong well, thing? Well, you also don't expect that someone's going to set you up. Totally. That is... Why would you do that? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Neither would you. Yeah, no. Or Zach. I, no, I, I'm just... So did but you But those not- are the kind of... No, of course none of us went. Oh my god! You and you knew you knew, but well, Kastasi knew that she did. She think Stassi wasn't going to tell you. Probably. Why would she think that Stassi? Would because she, everyone she is very intimidated by Lisa. And so she thinks that Stassi would set her own friend up. Yeah. Well, she probably hoped so. Oh my god! But it didn't happen, and none of us went because none of us felt comfortable. Yeah. Being a part of something that may be filmed, even to, for yeah. Housewives, is what we were told at the time. Yeah. You know, there. I will say this: there is a very, there's a fine line between a cult, cultural appropriation and celebrating culture and mm-hmm. diversity, and it, it's especially in the gay community. Where is the line for um, celebrating like cisgendered things versus not, which means that you're born of the sex that you are versus you mm-hmm. are a different sex. There is so many very, very fine line. It's very hard. A lot of people like to say, well, we can't, we can't even make a joke anymore. We can't be like, it's so PC. Like it's so bad. No, let's, let's not say that because it has nothing to do with that. Thank God the world has realized, you know what? It's kind of racist. We're kind of homophobic. We're kind of actually everything. Like Mm -hmm. we are terrible people in general, Mm -hmm. like everybody is. But when we start to, realize like okay I have the best intentions with what I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. if I do misstep and I then can learn from what I've done Mm -hmm. I think that's where we we meet that the we bridge the gap between a cultural appropriation and cultural celebration yeah and uh, you know like that party with white people wearing saris could very well be taken a different way because I know when singers yeah. do when like Beyonce did um, the saris and the 
belly dancing it was not received well mm-hmm. when you know that when whenever so you that's mix what i'm cultures, thinking like i don't know if that so that's why i'm saying like in that way like kind of lisa vanderpump inviting them is kind of like underhanded well yeah, but dude, she, but she was dressed like that too I'm i have sure, right? i have a i have a t-shirt what? in james may that says gypsy uh-huh with stars on it that's yeah. all it says and i get shit all the time from people saying that it is slander that it is like an awful thing to do and i'm like tell it to stevie nicks man yeah because yeah. it wasn't my yeah, fault yeah, totally. you know what i mean but I, I, I think the met gala is rad for everything that you just said zach because they're making this this a giant it's important like, statement in fashion exactly rachel to be Exactly. Yeah. To let Harry Styles wear a Gucci jumpsuit that is like see-through with ruffles and show off so his cool tattoos. Fun. And Jared Leto to be wearing like ruffles and Harry Styles wears like one big earring. And no one's going to be like, so oh, he's, he looks gay. He must be this bad word or this bad word. No, he's expressing himself through fashion based on yeah. something, based on like a theme, which I think is so rad. Um, Zach, I want to ask you, because I remember when... Um, uh, for Katie and Tom's bachelor bachelorette party, when we when I first found out that the boys were going to be dressing in drag, I remember thinking, I feel like people are going to think that this is a little inappropriate. Um, is that like, would is that is that offensive to the gay community? Here's the thing. I mean, I, it went, I, I guess it went over well. Did they ever get any backlash? But I would just remember being like nervous for them. Like, I don't know if that's gonna fly. You know what's what's crazy is, <laughs> it, it's always funny because it's there in any group or any situation there's either the one trans person or the one lesbian or the one gay person or bisexual and the people around them their friends look to them for the advice like okay so how should we Mm -hmm. interact with the lgbt community how should we like what is appropriate and you know what i find is sometimes those those people are not the most not everyone is the most educated on how to respond so and even for myself I am not, I've never been a drag queen. I've never done drag as a gay man, which is fine. And I love drag queens in like as well. But I'm like, I cannot answer that. I don't know what is appropriate or what isn't appropriate. I will say that like when you're younger, there's youth group and whatever, where there's like always the like, um, where you do like the switch of gender. So like the girls dress up as guys and the guys dress up as girls. What kind of youth group is that? I went to a Catholic school and that's what we did. Yeah, our church youth group did that. It was like for our youth group. And I mean, I I went to a very, don't get me wrong. I went to a very progressive Catholic school. But but what I'm saying is when, when it comes to that type of stuff, my thing is all about intention. So I'm not speaking for the community as large. I'm speaking for myself and what I see. So when I see Jack's, Tom, Tom, all of them, they are people that have not only supported me, they've supported um, Mm -hmm. LGBT causes. They are very open. They've never, ever used words Mm -hmm. that I would Yeah, so I guess if anyone could pull it off, it would be them because they're not like. But what I'm saying is their intention of dressing in drag was not to mock. No, 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 no. But was to celebrate it. Absolutely. And to also have fun with it, which drag is fun. The mm-hmm. reason drag queens do it is to fun and to entertain people, which is what they were doing. So I feel like they embodied the spirit of it, which mm-hmm. is honestly the the way you, instead of appropriate, you celebrate. Oh, look at you. You should run for office. Can I put that shit on a shirt? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. For gay pride, I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you royalties. Um, shout. <laughs> well, okay, I want to end on this. Um, can... Zach and I be models for your next James May shoot. Yeah, why I feel have like we not we're been? Like the only ones that haven't been models yet. Absolutely, Rachel, you were my first model. Oh, that's true. I was also on your t-shirts. You were on my shirts. You were my first model. I'm sorry that I failed that line with my <laughs> poetry. <But now laughs> I that, loved the poetry. I came up with some of it. But now that I have really wonderful things happening, mm-hmm. absolutely, I would be blessed. Yes. Zach, we'll do it together. Great. Awesome. Because I was like, I've never been on it, so I guess I'm the last. Oh, well, no. no the, the ones, <laughs> they didn't even air the episode. No, I'm just that kidding. I, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for doing this. I love hey, Rachel, you. Rachel, you know I'm, I'm going to go back and find those photos, and that's what I'm going to post. Please do. There's, they were pretty hot. Don't post the ugly ones.
Oh my god! Actually, I have seen some of them. I remember like you on like a chair with like your legs over. I, yeah. I can specifically see it in my head right now. I remember it. It was actually really hot. Yeah, I think the I posted it once. I was questioning but I, things. But no, but I fully like edited half my fat out. So I think <laughs> Kristen probably has the unretouched ones. But you know, some of them are cute. Some of them are cute. Anywho, I like the ones actually. The, these aren't these aren't touched up. Post one of the ones in the headphones. Those were cute. Yeah, the headphones are really cute. And it, remember those shirts, um, all the white ones that your photo, like, because we took photos uh-huh. of you. Oh, I have one. On there. I have one here. I had, that's when I lived in Hollywood. Uh-huh. And I had, <coughs> excuse me, I had all of the my white shirts that I'd printed, all the samples that we went downtown to American Apparel oh, yeah, Factory. Yep. And literally brought Rachel with her laptop and we had to go to this like little like cafe, internet cafe type thing to get Wi-Fi in order to make sure like the images on my little like hard drive thing were to even go to American Apparel. It was like such a beyond mess of a shit show. Mm -hmm. And I loved those shirts so much. And I put them in my crappy laundry room at my apartment with like 81 units and I think I was just like gone for a couple of days and someone took my laundry they out and really? threw it away. Oh my God. I have, so they're I all ha- gone and I'll I never still, have them again. I still again. have one. And by the way, the photos were taken in my, in my parking lot in the, in my old apartment on Kristen's iPhone, but we were sort of just messing around with tambourine. <laughs> I have, can't wait to show you this. Okay, I definitely do not remember a tambourine in any of the photos I've seen. So yes, I will need to see these. <laughs> okay, we'll bring that shit back for James May's summer. You know what Seriously? I mean? Seriously? Okay, I'm gonna we're gonna wrap it up. And Recreation I'm gonna... of it. Oh my god, we're gonna re- we're gonna go to oh that same apartment I can't complex. Wait to go. We're gonna bring ribbons. Oh my god, this is gonna I, be great. I literally can't wait to end the podcast to show you this T-shirt. I have one. All right, tell everyone where they can find you, Zach. At Zach Wickham. Z-A-C-K-W-I-C-K-H-A-M on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, and Periscope. and Periscope's not still there. Oh, and it? Venmo. Yeah. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. <laughs> is Periscope still a thing? It still exists, I guess. And I don't, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know. Kristen, I mean, they know where to find you, but go ahead. I mean, if you don't know where to find me, just <laughs> find me at Kristen Doty. And James M A E dot C. Cutest dang shirts ever. All right, bye.